and like I look in the mirror and I'm like, you're a bad bitch. You're yeah. smart, you're confident, like you look amazing. Hello and welcome. My name is Karishma Patel and I'm your host for the It's Not Selfish podcast. Today I have a very special guest with me and her name is Shayna Patel, also known as Shay.Cooks on Instagram and TikTok. She shares the best recipes and I can vouch for it because as someone who doesn't cook, she makes it so easy for me to follow along and make those recipes and they taste so good. I kid you not, you have to go check her out. And it might be a shameless plug, but I'm telling you, she is awesome. Hello, everybody. I'm honored to be on Christmas New Podcast. I'm an avid listener so far, and I am so excited to be on it. We DM all the time. We talk all the time. So this is just going to be us giving an insight to our DMs, basically. I yeah. feel so honored that you said that you list, you're an avid listener already, and it's only been a few weeks. I'm so thankful. Thank you so much. And yeah, uh, we talk all the time on DMs, but we haven't met in real life yet. But we and we also know a lot of mutual friends, which is so crazy. What a small world. So weird. The amount of people that we know, and I'm pretty sure we've been at the same place at the same time, and we've just not known each other because we grew up in like the same surroundings and everything. Mm -hmm. So the internet can be good sometimes. You can meet people, and it can be a pleasant place. Yes, I think it's a really good place to meet people and. You know, sometimes they're not fake. <laughs> like Shayna <laughs> is so exactly who she is offline and online for sure. So today we're going to talk about how Shayna got started on social media and we're going to get deeper into some other topics, which I'm really excited for. But you're just going to have to listen along and find out what we're going to talk about. So how did you get started and when did you get started on social media? So I actually started a page in high school, but I was too scared of what people thought of me. I think I maybe told like four or five friends and then I stopped and I still have an account. I still look at it sometimes and I'm like, damn, like if I had gone for it then, but very happy that I must do the courage to do it again. I started in like 2020. So when everybody was stuck at home and I've always loved cooking, like always watch Food Network, like that's a dream one day. And then on top of that, I always, within Snapchats or pictures and like family group chats and stuff, I'm like, I need to stop bothering my friends and family. Like, I'm just like flooding them with what I'm making every day, what I'm doing. And I was like, I'm just going to put it on a random Instagram and see what happens from there. And then it actually like started growing. And then like, I would tag a brand and they would send me stuff. And I was like, oh, shoot, like people actually like this. And they're like, oh, like share more, share more. And then just kind of grew from there. And now it's beast of its own but yeah <laughs> I'm so glad you started I remember when you and I were following each other and we were just like probably like 6,000 followers or something and now you've like grown so big on TikTok and Instagram and you've your recipes have gone viral several times I think the favorite one of mine is your potato video that went viral and that was amazing it looks so amazing I still have to make them but that was my favorite recipe <laughs> that you posted how did that feel to go viral I literally like did not expect it. I actually was going to delete that video because I was like, I like, I don't like it that much. It's like not my best work. I'm like very picky with myself. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to 
it's good. Who cares if it doesn't look perfect? Like, food is not pretty, usually, honestly. It's when it's staged that it looks pretty, but food can taste so great even though it doesn't look good. And, like, I opened my phone a few hours later, and it was already, like, 100. And I was like, what is happening? And now it's almost at, like, 11 million views. And, like, it's so funny that I think three of my most viral videos that are, like, in the millions, I was going to delete them. Like, I wasn't going to post them. I didn't like them. They weren't my best work. So now, like, even if I don't like a video, I just post it because I'm like, the food tastes good. If it doesn't look aesthetically pleasing, who cares? Food is not aesthetic for everyone. And it's just unrealistic to post like perfect stuff all the time. So yeah, that's how that happened. 11 million is insane. That is so awesome. (laughs) Congrats on that. And that's exactly what I mean. Like, you just have to go for it. And you can't care what other people think. So after you started it, and you were telling telling us before we started this talk about you were scared about what people would think. Is that a fear now? Oh, absolutely. Because I, my filter, like, word question is huge. I'm at the point where, like, if my page doesn't bring you peace, you can unfollow me, you can block me, it's all good. And I also want to come onto social media and not feel bad about myself. So I filter, like, certain words, and I'm like, I want to see this. And, like, I still, like, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I make content, I'm like, are gonna judge me for this so like I'm gonna get hate like I know I am but I just post it obviously like it's never ill-intentioned content but like sometimes you can post the simplest things and I've been told you're not Indian you're a fraud or like so many different things that like don't even relate to the content so definitely like fear of judgment is huge and I think the more you grow the scarier it is because it's at a bigger scale but honestly as long as I know that like my intentions are pure when I'm posting content and that like, I'm doing my best to protect my peace, whether that's stepping away when it gets too much. Like, you just kind of have to, it's one of the things that comes with social media that you have to be mentally prepared for and grow with. Yes. I'm so sorry you've heard, you've been told that. Like, that's the shittiest feeling. That's, I guess that's the downside of being on the internet and on social media is the haters behind the screens. But also, also I want you to remember that it's about them and not about you. It's, they're just projecting their insecurities onto you. No, yeah, absolutely. And like, that's what I always like have to tell myself. I'm like, if they're taking the time out to leave a mean message on a video about potatoes or like something like that, I'm like, it's just, it's not worth it. Like, I more feel sorry for them that they have to do that to make themselves feel better than Mm -hmm. like taking it on as like a personal attack. Oh, 100%. I'm like, man, you should just go find some self-love. That might help you out a little. If you were to give someone advice on starting their blog, what would it be? Ooh, so I know it sounds so much easier said than done. Like I referenced, like I started one in high school, but I got embarrassed. But just go for it. Like if it's something that you're passionate about, like it shines through so much. And the amount of messages that I get and like people telling me, being like, like you can tell that you put care and like love into your content. You, you and do. And you genuinely like care about it. If you care about something, who cares what people think? Like regardless of what you're going to do, you're going to have people who don't support or like like what you do. So just post it. Like, and you don't have to have the most aesthetic background, the perfect house, the perfect life. No one has that. And that's something I always try and like show in my content, especially when I do like a little bit more of the lifestyle stuff on my page. Like I talk about mental health and I talk about Mm -hmm. how sometimes like food is scary to me. Like I don't want to eat some days because I'm scared if I gain weight and look a certain way, then people won't like me on social media. And like little things like that, like you kind of just have to go for it else you start spiraling and spiraling looking for reasons not to start 
Oh, yeah. Everything you said on point. At the end of the day, whatever you do, and my previous episode before this one is about other people's opinions are none of your business. Because at the end of the day, whatever you do, people are going to talk, whether it's good or bad. As long as you know what you're putting out there is good, that's all that matters. And you're not for everyone and everyone's not for you. So you just have to be okay with that. Absolutely. Yeah. I know how vulnerable it can be to put yourself out there on the internet. So I do applaud you for always keeping it real and talking about your mental health, especially on the days that you don't have a good day. I think it's so important to share that, especially in our community. Has your mental health been impacted because of social media? Oh, absolutely. I'd be lying if I said I had super thick skin and Mm -hmm. nothing bothers me. I am very vocal about mental health on my page because uh, growing up, I was very like, I've always loved content creation. I've loved YouTube, Instagram, and like obviously TikTok just recently came out. But every time I'd watch it, I'd always be like, their life is so perfect. Like, I want what she has or like, she's beautiful. Why don't I look like that? And stuff like that. And one thing that I, when I started to grow a little bit, I realized I actually was kind of doing the same thing, like filtering and only showing like the happiness and stuff. And then I had like a reality check. I think it was like actually in the beginning when I got actually a diet ad uh, that was pitched to me and I was like, I don't believe in this stuff. Like it's, yeah. I'm, it's very privileged and I'm able to turn down that money and I'm very aware of it. Oh, yeah. But like, I'm like, this is the type of stuff that like made me not like myself growing up. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to kind of take a step back and like keep it real. And it was like since then that I've like, I've never taken a diet ad. I don't believe in it. I've been very strict about it. And just talking about, like, even the other day I posted about cleaning my room mm-hmm. was something that, like, took a, like, a lot for me. Because specifically, like, the past year, like, my mental health hasn't been great. Like, I graduated college. I'm going through so many different life changes. Yeah. And I just I just don't want to post, like, happy food videos when that's not how I'm feeling. Like, yeah. And lifestyle videos. Like, if I'm having a rough morning and cooking a meal is hard for me, I want to show that. Because... I feel like it makes people feel less alone because when I also see that type of content, I feel less alone versus like the perfect filter and beautiful outfits and doing this and that, which is like great. It's good to see, obviously, but I like sharing both sides of social media because it's not always perfect. And I think we need to talk about that more. Oh, yes, 100%. I was, it's not every day is perfect. And honestly, I see more beauty in that than trying to be perfect because if we were all perfect and every day was perfect, life would be actually really boring. Mental- oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A good spiral once in a while is needed. Oh, <laughs> yes. I, I mean, it's not like you want it, but if it happens, you know, you just have to be thankful that you're able to get through it. And I think that has also helped me understand that life isn't perfect and social media is not perfect. People are going to post their best angles. They're going to post their best stuff, but they're not going to share the struggles that they're facing. And that's why I love following you as well. It's not just cooking. You're also talking about mental health because I also talk about mental health and how important it is to share if you're having a bad day because someone else is also having a bad day and that helps them understand that, hey, I'm not going alone in this bad day by myself. This person feels it too. And that's so important. And I, I'm really happy you share that on your page. You're not always going to have good days. Might as well share it because that's real life. Exactly. Yeah. And I know growing up in an Indian community, you're always told not to talk about that stuff. 
And I am so thankful that we have a platform and we get to share that. And I'm hoping that mental health is still talked about. And it's not enough, but this is where we start, right? No, same here. Same here. It's the baby steps that's going to take us a long way. Oh, yeah. Especially from growing up, not talking about it or even hearing, oh, nothing's wrong with you. You're just being dramatic. And it's like, now, <laughs> you know, like, her. I actually have anxiety and I actually am going through something. And but it's it's also the way our parents grew up, too. I do understand that. They grew up in a way where they're not supposed to talk about how they're feeling and which I don't blame them for that. I understand where they're coming from, but I'm glad that we are able to change that moving forward. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like it's the whole generation before us. Like oh, yeah. most of them moved to America, like kind of having to figure it out on their own. Like we can't blame them, but we can also try and educate ourselves and have open conversations. Like I always say that uncomfortable conversations create change because even if it's with yourself, with if it's with someone else, if telling yourself like, Hey, like maybe you shouldn't be doing that. Or like talking to a family member and being like, Hey, like I'm not feeling the best today. Can we talk about it? And stuff like that. I think it just takes, it's very scary, very much easier said than done. But I think it's once you take those little uncomfortable steps and put yourself in situations where you might not want to, that's when you kind of see the change happen. Yes, actually, this past year, I've learned growth is uncomfortable and you have to be comfortable with getting uncomfortable. And that's something I learned with my therapist. And I was like, oh, my God, because you want to grow and become this awesome person. But you also have to go through the uncomfortable changes that come with that. So like you said, growth is uncomfortable. Conversations are uncomfortable, but they are necessary for a better you. And a better but Absolutely, yeah. When I first started, it was because I was going through major changes with my body on ins- when I first started on Instagram. And I was having body issues, body image issues. And it was a really difficult time for me to find love for me because I never dealt with change like that. And it doesn't help that in our community, people love pointing out whether you've gained weight or lost weight instead of just saying, Hey, you look beautiful because you don't know what anyone is going through. And I was going to ask you, did you feel that way? No, yeah, actually. So when I started social media, I was in a very pivotal weight fluctuation journey, whatever you like to call it. And it definitely takes a toll on you. So for a little background, I'll be very brief, but I was born with hypothyroidism. So my weight is like, like very based on hormones. Like I have to take medication every day and all that stuff. So my weight fluctuates. It's been a thing that I've had my entire life. And then even before that, so when I was 18, I actually had a breast reduction, which I used to be really ashamed to talk about, but now I'm very open about it. And like, I'm very happy to share about it. And that whole journey happened, like social media happened a little bit after that happened. And the different changes my body was going through and the comments I was getting from certain people. Mm-hmm. Overall, like, my family is so supportive of it. Like, yeah. it's very supportive of me. I'm very blessed and thankful for that because I know that's not the case with a lot of like kids in South Asian families or just people in general. Like, it's not even... A lot of people are scared to talk about that within their family, but I'm very blessed that I'm able to. But it's just like outside voices that kind of get to you sometimes. And like, I... So my weight was going a lot back and forth when I started social media. And then on top of that, I cooked food, right? Yeah. Somebody's like, oh, maybe you shouldn't put this much sugar into this. Or Ugh. maybe you shouldn't put cream cheese into this. Or there's like little comments and like, it kind of gets to you at times where you're yeah. like, the whole point of my page, I try to not 
put calories, put labels. That works for some people. And that's amazing that it works for some people. But for me personally, like that's why I shy away from what I eat in a day is because I know mentally I might, I might change what I'm eating to make it look like the perfect balanced lifestyle and meal, which is just something that I'm not like I'm working every day to get better at it. And it doesn't help when like you get comments of like your face looks rounder or even like last week I got you look thinner when I actually have gained weight in reality. So it's like you never really like learn how to deal with it. I think it starts from within. So what I've started doing is I literally wake up and like I look in the mirror and I'm like, you're a bad bitch. You're smart. You're confident. Like you look amazing. And I try and do what feels healthiest for me. So when I work out, which I haven't been great at in the past, I would say six months because I started a new job. I graduated college. That's just a lot of transition. So I haven't set up a routine for myself. But like when I work out, the feeling I get after, I feel so good. But I've learned to not work out for a number on the scale, but to work out what feels healthy for me. And that took me like a long time to learn. It seems like such a simple concept. But it's, it's so not, it's, hard. Yeah, it is not yeah, a simple concept. Absolutely. And then I think, especially in South Asian media, we still have thin people being represented and like very like one standard mm-hmm. look in South Asian media, which also scared me so much when I started. I'm like, people are just going to tear me up for the oh, way yeah. I look. Like she wears glasses, she's a bit bigger, like all this stuff. And like, I was so terrified of like, because I was also going through those changes with my body. Yeah. So I know this is like a big rant, but I feel passionate about this. No, no, you um, should. I feel very (laughs) passionate about this topic, too, because that's the reason I started on social media. And it was because of my body changing. I was only 100 pounds and now I'm like 140. And I didn't know how to deal with that. And then it doesn't help when people are telling you to your face Mm -hmm. because you don't notice it until someone tells you. So that's where my insecurity started. Absolutely. It's like, they'll notice everything. And like, obviously, people are going to say, well, you open yourself up to social media, like you have to expect it. Yeah, I get it. Like, people are going to comment, you open them to your lives, whether you like it or not, it's going to happen. But I think it's just a matter of like, how you handle it. And I think it's finding like people like you, like being Christmas started when we had similar following, just not even like the following number, like we kind of just have like grown together on social yeah. media. And every time I see your story, I'm like, the heart, heart, heart. I'm like liking it. And I'm Same. like, stuff. and I love seeing like other social media, like friends and just people in general, like even my everyday friends, like grow and hype them up. So I think it's just sharing that experiences that like, we're not always going to look the same. Like our bodies will exactly. fluctuate. Like it's very normal. And I think I always think to myself, like, what would Shayna at, like, 13, 12, 14 want to see on social media that you craved? And, like, I craved, like, normal body types, like, not having to, like, show everything so perfect and restricted when it comes to your body and your weight. So I try to do that as much as I can. Obviously, I'm not perfect. I will mess up. Like, things will happen. But I think if you're just authentic and you own it. It just feels so much better that you're not putting out like a front and unintentionally you also help people as well as helping yourself. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I I know there used to be times where I'd get lost in the comparing myself to others and wanting what they had or what they looked like. And I'd be like, oh my God, they're so much prettier than me. They look so much skinnier than me. And it was such a like negative self-talk and I had to remind myself and catch myself and be like hey it's okay I'm where I'm supposed to be I look beautiful and 
I would tell my younger self, like, hey, we changed, but we look great and we feel great. And that's all that matters. Do you feel happy on the inside? Because that's going to show outside automatically. So I just have to remember I have to be happy for others and be happy for myself. And it doesn't take away from anyone or anything. Exactly. There's room for everyone in oh, social yeah. media. Like the amount of friends I've tried to convince that they're like, oh, I want to start doing Get Ready With Me or I want to do that. And I want to do, I was like, do it. Do it. I'll Same. You, I'll send you all the links. Like, do it. Like, there's space for everyone on social media. Oh, yeah. And I think that's the bigger thing is like uplifting everyone, no matter how they look, what they do. Just like, I don't know, being a cheerleader. No, 100%. <laughs> I remember when I was younger, I wouldn't feel this way because I was so insecure and I felt like, I had to, you know, make something of myself. But now that I'm older and I understand that there's so much space for everyone and there's no reason to hate on anyone. And that's also something I have to unlearn from, you know, our community. But because there's so much competition always. So I have to remind myself that the competition is only you. It's no one else. And it's if we uplift each other, then we make more space for younger people or older people to come in and be a part of this. And that's, it's so important. I'm glad you said that. No, yeah. And I'm like very happy that you mentioned the hater part because yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to act above. Some days I catch myself being a hater. Like, oh, yeah. I don't, I get this opportunity. Like, I rec- I'm like, I have to pause. I'm like, Shayna. Yes. Why are you being a hater? You have to self-analyze. If you yes. can call yourself out, someone else will. So, like, I firmly believe in, like, and then I take a step back. I'm like, maybe I want what they want. How can I work hard enough to get there? That's how, it's not, yeah. why are they getting this opportunity? It's how can I get there and how can I support them so they do better? Exactly. But, yeah. Oh, my God. Just you saying that reminds me of how many times I've caught myself in this social media hatred that I get in because then I'll hear someone say and I'm like, yeah. Why didn't I get that? I'm like, no, 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 no. Karishma, let's take a step back right now. And we're not going to talk like that. We're going to say, damn, I'm really happy for her or them. And be like, how can I do, how can I make myself get there? Doesn't mean anything less than. You are not less than. You're not more than. You just have to support and love and just know that your time is coming as long as you put in the work. No, agreed, agreed. Because <laughs> I'd be sipping on that. Ha- I used to be sipping on that haterade for a long time. <laughs> yeah, honestly, sometimes, and it's like my own insecurity. It's like we talked about, like people commenting hate. It's like your own insecurities come up, and you like let the let it get the best of you. So if you don't catch that, it comes like a bad road to go down. So oh yeah, no haterade around here no no and you just like we said we just have to catch ourselves if you do and stop i mean end up thinking negatively you just gotta catch yourself and point it out and be like hey you need to stop that right now and that's you gotta hold yourself accountable and i'm not saying we think positive 24 7 of course everyone gets into that negative spell some days Mm -hmm. but on those negative days you just have to switch your mindset a little and you know slap yourself not literally but you know what i mean (laughs) <laughs> and tell yourself, hey, 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 let's take a step back. Let's take a step back. We're not going to think like that because I've been reading this book, Good Vibes, Good Life by Vex King. And he says, like, if you put out good, you're going to get good. And when you get good inside, get good back. Sorry. And so I'm a true believer of the energy you put out. That's the same energy you're going to get. So just be good and be your true self always. And you'll get that energy back. Could I have said it better? All right. Lastly, 
I know we we went on a rant about a lot of things, but these are very important rants. So thank you for listening if you've been listening till this point. But lastly, I like to ask every single guest, what does self-love mean to you? Oh, that's a juicy one. I always say this like one saying to my best friends from high school. It's like whenever one of us are feeling down or like something's happening, I'm always like, would you talk to me that way? Like, if you don't talk to yourself the way you would talk to your best friends, and like me, like my best friend changed her major and I started crying because I was happier. Like, if you don't like cheerlead for yourself, I always say put on the miniskirt, grab the pom poms, shake some ass, and scream for yourself. The way you would treat your best friends is the way you should treat yourself. And it's much easier said than done. We're our biggest critics. I'm yes. still my biggest critic to this day. But also, I'm slowly becoming my biggest cheerleader, my biggest fan of myself in a non-egotistical, narcissistical way. But like, just like hyping myself up, like when I'm not feeling good. And obviously, like you said, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm positive every day. Or I'm having a great yep. day every day. But like, some days when I'm feeling down, I put on the mini skirt and I literally am like, Shayna, you have done this, this, and this. You can also do this, this, and this. Like, you can do it. Like. You are beautiful. Like yes. you do deserve certain things. So I always say my form of self-love is putting on the miniskirt, shaking some ass and throwing around the pom-poms <laughs> and just being my biggest cheerleader because if you don't do it, no one else will. Yes. I love that so much. What a great way to end this. You got to be your own hype person always. Yes. Because like you said, if you don't do it for you, no one else is going to do it for you. Exactly, exactly. And if you need some help with that, me and Karishma will start a group chat because we're talking to each other all the time anyways. DM us. We will be your hype men. Like it starts from somewhere. If it's a conversation with a friend or if it's a conversation with yourself in the mirror, like just put on the mini skirt and grab the pom poms because once you start doing it, it's such a fulfilling feeling. And, and shake your ass do it for other people too <laughs> other people too. <laughs> yes. I was just going to say that, but you beat me to it. I was going to say, just DM us and we will be your ultimate hype women. We love hyping each other up, so we don't have a problem hyping you up either. Exactly. Well, I just want to say thank you so, so much for being on this episode with me. And I really appreciate you. I love you so much. It really, it means a lot to me. It really does. All my friends coming out and just doing this for me I'm gonna start crying now again <laughs> it's just so emotional but it's just like it's really nice when your friends support you and this is true support so I love you so much thank you thank you thank you for having me I was so honored that you asked literally when you I followed it so I because like when you're in like your contacts or like you interact with someone your other accounts pop up yeah when I saw you had a podcast account I followed the shit right away I don't even know what it was but it said it was yours and I was Yes, I'm so excited for her. Like, I'm so proud of you. And I can't wait till you're like the number one ranking uh, podcast. I can tell people I'm the number one ranking podcast. But anyways, um, <laughs> I'm going to put that out there. I'm going to manifest it. I'm claiming that energy right now. <laughs> exactly. But anyways, like, I'm so proud of you. And I'm so thankful that whoever saved the song to listen and that you're being a voice for so many people. And yeah. Oh my god, I'm out of words. Like, I'm literally tearing up. <laughs> you just caught me off guard. That was so beautiful. Thank you again. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you so much for listening today and tuning in. I'm so happy that you all are here. And I just love you guys so much. 
Tune in for new episodes every week on Tuesdays. And remember, it is not selfish to put yourself first.